Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Chad Van Gillen is a gifted and singular visual artist, producer, musician, songwriter, and singer from Calgary, Alberta. Tremendously prolific with numerous accessible and harder-to-find albums and tapes, Chad's latest record is called Light Information, which was released by both Sub Pop and Flemish Eye in 2017. He and his bandmates Chris Dadge and Ryan Bourne were in Guelph to play the 2018 Hillside Festival, and then they all showed up at the CFRU 93.3 FM studios to meet with me for a talk about that whole experience, the band R.E.M., Chad Slew of Million Dollar Ideas, the time he was on The Late Show with David Letterman to perform a stupid human trick, which Chad and I have previously discussed extensively on episode number 188. I I urge you to look that one up. Uh, We also talked about uh, the band Preoccupations, who eventually changed their name from Vietcong. It was very controversial. We also talked about the end of the world as we know it. We weren't feeling fine. And we talked about much more. With in-kind support from Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, and Planet Bean Coffee in Guelph, Granddad's Donuts in Hamilton, and Planet of Sound locations in Ottawa and Toronto, and of course, listeners like you who subscribe to this podcast, download episodes, and make flexible monthly pledges at patreon.com slash creativecontrol. This is the 410th episode of Creative Control, featuring Chad Van Galen, Chris Dadge, and Ryan Bourne, with your host, me, Vish Khanna. Hi guys, how's it going? It's going good. Very well. Good. I think maybe for the people listening, we should each identify. Well, not me. They know me. Hopefully, they know who I am by this point. It's my show. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think they care. I'm. V- they don't think. You don't think they care about me? I don't think they care about anything anymore. What do you mean? People just people don't care. Yeah, they turn on the radio and then when they're sick of it, they just smash it, and light their car on fire, and just walk away. That's 
uh, that's, those are case by case scenarios you're describing. I've seen, I don't it. Think that happens. I've seen it happen. You're speaking generally about society. I'm just speaking about myself. This is a thing you do. Mm, sometimes, <laughs> only only for your show. Chad, is that you? <laughs> is that you talking right now? This is me. This is me. Nice to nice to talk to you again. Nice to talk to you too. Welcome back to the show. It's been a while. You brought people with you. I brought some folks. Do you want to uh, identify yourselves individually so people get familiar with your voices? This is why I ask. It's not. It's a good idea. Yeah, sure, that's sure. what I try to be very accommodating to my listeners. I don't think they know I think that. I, I hope they know the lengths I go to make sure they feel engaged. I think they're starting to understand. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, introduce yourself. Uh, Ryan. Ryan Bourne. Hi, Ryan. Hey. Welcome to Guelph. Thank you. And the show. Which Thanks. is not, it's, it's in Guelph, it's based in Guelph, that's why I say that. Right, yeah. right, right. What yeah. do you do, what do you do, Ryan? I, uh, I play bass and uh, sing and play some guitar and keys, I guess, in this band. In this band? Yeah. Do you play in and other I, bands? Yeah, I play in um, a band, a post-disco-ish band called Sleep Kit. Okay. Uh, Ghostkeeper, Lab Coast, uh, and I have a solo thing under my name. So post-disco, so that's anything after like 1974? Yeah, we play absolutely Four or five. anything Anything and everything okay. after that. That's what I consider post disco, right? Yeah. I thought yeah. it was through the mail. It's like psychedelic <laughs> synth rock. Okay. Guess, yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's great. All right, well, welcome, as Thanks. I say. Thanks, Peach. And you, sir? Uh, I'm Chris, Chris Dadge, um, and I play some drums and sing with Chad's band. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have a band called Lab Coast. That, Wait, uh, are you two in the same band? We're in the same band, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Multiple know. bands, <laughs> it yeah. turns out, yeah. Uh, Lab Coast, and then... I play with Samantha Savage Smith, and I run a thing in Calgary called Bug Incision, which is uh, experimental and free music, uh, records, and concerts. Been doing that for a decade or so. Super awesome. Nice. Yeah. So, it, and and you're from Calgary. Are you both from Calgary? Yeah. We're all from Calgary. That's right. You're yeah. all from Calgary. Originals. Okay. And is Calgary cool? Calgary it's, is. It's, it's it's not cool. It's all right. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's, got, it's it has good, a nice it's pace. It's got some great pockets. Yeah. Are you it's like, like the stepdad that you kind of <laughs> love to hate, you know? Yeah. It's you like you don't want him I to always, come over, but then when he shows up, you're like, ah, it's okay. Yeah. I like Calgary. I've been to Calgary a few times, but yeah. I've, I've, I think I've said this on the show. And then the last time I think I spent extensive time there was for Sled Island mm, okay. in like 2012, yep. which is like the best experience. Like you were there that year, I think. I was? I think so. It was like Thurston Moore... Stephen Malcolmus, Lou Barlow, oh, okay, Eric yeah. Bachman, Archers of Loaf. No, maybe you weren't. I don't think you I didn't was there. play. I didn't play. Did you? Were you attending? I didn't. I, if I if I if they don't invite me to play, then I just don't go. But you're right in the city where the thing is happening. Yeah, I don't care. Anyway, I thought. Of, oh, Hot Snakes! I saw Hot. That was a cre- It was amazing. I yeah. had a great time. But right. I will. Sled say, Island is a, it's a it's a fun time. That's good. Yeah, but I've toured there and I felt weird. Little weird vibe, mm. strange vibe in Calgary. When was, when was that? I don't know, like 2010. Played okay. the Palomino. Palomino was oh, yeah. fine. Yeah, Palomino, yeah. yeah. I just, I don't know. I'm, I, my wife's from Edmonton, so we go to Edmonton a right. lot. Edmonton's yeah. nice. I, I do, yeah. do you like Edmonton more than Calgary? I like I Edmonton, love Edmonton more than Calgary. You do. I like Edmonton more than Calgary in the sense that I feel like it's just, it's a little bit less pretentious. Oh, you think Calgary is pretentious? Well. I don't want to say that it, I mean, it, it is and it isn't. I love Calgary because of the nature and the parks and the access to the mountains. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. it's just, there's a lot of places that you can just disappear in Calgary and not feel like you're in a city. Mm-hmm. But it's also a city that you don't feel like you're part of a city. And so, sure. I mean, I'm probably the worst person to ask to. A lot of Calgarians Generally are Generally the worst person. I think you are the worst person. I am the, I am the worst person in general, so <laughs> th- that goes without saying, so then... Now I can say whatever I want. <laughs> it's, it's strange yeah. politics it's and like, I, I don't know. And there's like... Go, a, go Nenshi. Right. You've got a good mayor. That's yeah, right. You've got a great mayor. Yeah. You like your yeah. mayor. He um, seems cool. Nice. There just seems yeah, to be like, we could be doing a lot more with the city. Right. And where, where we're situated and the potential is high. The motivation might be low. But don't... You've only lived in Calgary? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've lived in a couple well, of different. Or I, I lived in Nelson for a few years. So Nelson, the, okay, BC. perfect, perfect yeah. example. And did you grow to resent Nelson a little bit living there? Yeah, yeah. Don't we all? I feel like sometimes we do this. We live in a city, and we think there might, the grass is always greener. There's mm-hmm. definitely yeah. that, especially when you grow up in a city. Yeah. Um, but Calgary's 
getting better. Oh, he's yeah, getting better. It's, it's just like the minus 40-ness. Yeah, and then the, cold, and yeah. like the pulling of the cold air into the house and then he, the heating of the minus 40 to plus 20. It just right, seems right. like radically mm-hmm. uh, ill-equipped to, to deal with how insane it is in the winter. Like there should be greenhouses. There should be like un- underground everything. It should. It's just weird. Wow. It's I, just weird that there's just bot that and like, hey, so here's the deal. You know, eight months of the year it's winter, but let's just build a house like they do everywhere. It's just, it's, and it's like that everywhere, I realize, but yeah, it's, you're, it's, you're it's sad. Of, it's, you're mad at the weather. I'm mad. I'm not mad at the weather because I like the weather. I'm just mad at like city planners everywhere. I guess this is just like my, my rant now. Right. This is like, uh, it's just, it's, it's insane. Nothing's, nothing's built right in Calgary. It's weird. You got to get in there, get him some ideas. Well, but you can't, you just, you can't mess with building codes. That's like the bane of uh, the modern human is you're not allowed to make your home like how you would envision it to be. You have That's to, true. I encountered that. We're trying to do like renovations and, yeah, it's like, and it's like a pain in the ass. It's, in, it's the, it's a huge crime against yeah. humanity. I feel like it's keeping us in the dark ages as far as like being able to be more economical just with the way that we go about our lives. Right. It's insane. So have you two been to Guelph before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have. Okay. Yeah. And Chad, you've been here a bunch of times. What do you, I, I think we're talking cities. Do you like this place? Love it. Guelph yeah. is nice. Yeah. Guelph yeah. seems yeah. nice. Okay. It's and green, lush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We like, I like yeah. it. I've just always been in and out really quick, so I can't really comment on it, but I've been, we played in at the station before. Right. And you, you guys were always wonderful. Did you play with Ghostkeeper? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Last okay. year, I think. Yeah, I was here for that, I think. Yeah. yeah. So we briefly met again then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, you played Hillside, the Hillside Festival, This, mm. as we're speaking. It was this past weekend. And uh, one of the things that struck, first of all, did you have a good time playing Hillside? I should ask that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was hot as well. It was, yesterday so killed hot. me. I was, I was, yeah, it was a bit fully heat stroking by the time that we needed to play. And had so much fun just yeah. it, it it was it's like a luxury mm-hmm. for a band to show up at a festival where you where you get to see all these bands yeah just like laid out in front that just the yeah the programming was great yeah i feel like thanks thanks hillside <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah holy cow just get treated like next time i'll uh you know slip my wrists after after a few of those shows remind me what? Next time. Why would you? <laughs> that that just to end it on a, on just a positive Just to end on a good note. You know? Okay. End it on a high you always note. want to end on a good note. Yeah. <laughs> you guys seem to enjoy the aesthetics. I you saw see? you oh, yeah. watching the aesthetics, yeah, yeah, who yeah. I was very fond of. And Great I band, horrible name, though. Let's talk about this a little bit. Okay. What the hell is going on it's, with their name? It's so illusion, confusing. It's an allusion to, I can't remember what it is. It's an allusion to a film, I believe. Yeah. Oh yeah, because there's also oh. that series of like post-punk um, stuff that confusing. label hyped to death had a series called Mesthetics. Oh okay. And it was like all the British post-punk from the early '80s, uh, and it sort of covered different regions, and then it did the states, and then it did. It's like a like a reissue series, and then isn't it a song too? Yeah, I feel like there's a history yeah. to it, but I th- I believe Brendan it's, told me uh, it was an allusion to a. F- Maybe it is an allusion to that too, or that, or maybe that's what it was. I, I feel uh, like it might. It's like calling your band uh, the John Peel Sessions. For me, <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's right. How I felt yeah. Well, <laughs> okay, that's fair. But I thought they were great. I they saw were, they were, they were, they were insane. They, they, were they made so me cry. Good. Yeah, they made me cry. I saw you enjoying it in particular. I was, yeah. I was really mad when they stopped playing. Right, I was really offended. <laughs> yeah, when you they wanted stopped. the other band to not play. I they, that. Yeah. yeah forget who it was but anyway uh it was really fun it was really great seeing you guys and you did something interesting that i want to call to attention and i think we've talked about it off mic enough but Mm -hmm. you did a a cover Mm -hmm. song to end your set oh we just we just we just shited shited upon its face no i don't i don't think oh god what was wrong okay so you what was the chris what was the song you did uh what's the frequency kenneth classic rem uh track i think it's pronounced rem yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is from their album Realm. Monster, which came out, I believe, in 1994. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Yeah. So, uh, and, and and why why that song in particular? Is this something you all agreed upon, or Chad? Was this something you were like, we should do this? Well, yeah, but th- you guys are both 
Ram fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're Ram fans. I would just show up at rehearsals and be like, oh, man, I just watched this R.E.M. documentary yeah. or I'm reading this R.E.M. book right now. And yeah. like, this crazy factoid, you know, and then and then Chris, we talk Chris about got me on to this it. crazy podcast. Uh, are but, you talking R.E.M. Remy, which is a horrible name for a podcast, but also amazing. And it's Scott Ackerman and Adam Scott, the Scots. They go deep. They go deep. And yeah, automatic for the people. Um, not and monster, monster of course at the time, but the that's it's not a great album, but there's some there's some hits. Yeah, there were some hits. They there was a strange record. They decided after out of time and automatic for the people to kind of get into what all the kids were into. Yeah, put those mandolins away. Yeah, <laughs> which was weird because they were quite successful with those two records. Mm-hmm. Right, so those two records. I mean, automatic. I remember at the time. Uh, Kurt Cobain would say this, like, "Oh my God, they made automatic. They made out of time, and it went nuts. And there was their pop thing. So they sh- 180 and did uh, automatic for the people, which mm-hmm. was a quieter, gentler affair. But then automatic had huge hit songs on it too. Like and then everybody they didn't hurts. tour it. Yeah. They didn't. No, really they didn't tour, tour it. They That's didn't right. Really tour it, which is they did crazy. like an MTV movie or MTV Music Awards performance that I have on a VHS tape somewhere. <laughs> did a really cool version of Drive. Oh, yeah. oh, crazy. Like, like a hip like an upbeat version they did uh everybody hurts and then a, like a really upbeat version of drive oh it sounds horrible it was actually good really it was really okay. good yeah i was well whenever a band takes one of their own new songs and messes with it in mm. front of a huge audience like hey kid where are you no it wasn't nobody <laughs> tells you what to do it baby like, it wasn't like a justin timberlake marky mark whatever that was it wasn't like that hey kid rock and roll i could find it maybe it's online but anyway you should it's good it's a nice because okay. it was very surprising when it happened anyway sounds gross no it was sounds horrible but <laughs> but then you move. you pick a song from uh, i don't i don't think i like monster now i, I remember you know, liking yeah. it as a kid it's it's a hard one to to yeah there's four songs that I would pick. Yeah, and there's a monster King of comedy song, which is very bad. And yeah, yeah, but there's there's some nice Star sixty nine, Star sixty nine, yeah. Star sixty nine. I could still I could still listen to Star sixty nine. You know, that one's got the butt shake rhythm in a little bit. What do you got, Wales? You got the middle. Now you you've done a thing that I haven't revisited with what's the frequency, Kenneth, in some time, which is the lyrics. Oh my god! I don't remember the. I know vaguely Super what he's weird. saying, but he's kind of a mumble. He was always a bit of a mumbly mm-hmm. singer in that band. Yeah, oh, yeah, and the, yeah, yeah. His, yeah, his cadence and presentation is like really hard to do without becoming Michael Stipe. So what is he saying in this song? He's I, saying, uh, "What's the frequency, Kenneth? Is your benzedrine?" What does that mean? It's like it's your Benzedrine to go up to people and go, oh. what's the frequency, Kenneth? Which is, oh. which is strange because mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense as a sentence no. until you realize that his, benge- his Benzedrine is going up to people and shaking them and saying, what's the frequency, Kenneth? Right. Okay. What's the frequency, Kenneth? This your Benzedrine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Again, a little Timberlake. I get yeah. a little like yeah. you're doing it a little <laughs> yeah. more, yeah, boy band. Yeah, and that's what he says. That's the whole that's song. And then uh, you say that irony is the shackles of youth. Is that what he says? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I saying uh, that right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I, it's it's a very complicated song. It's a super complicated song. Uh, I studied your cartoons, radio, music, TV, movies, magazines. Is one okay one part line. one line? <laughs> that's one line. That's so one line. So and who's singing? You guys do backups, both of you. Yeah, yeah oh, no, Ryan and yeah. So is it a tricky song to sing? Yeah, the one of the chorus lines is really weird. There's uh, a chorus line like with kicks. There's a chorus line that's oh, like yeah, uh, yeah, can, can. <laughs> it's like it's Satan, really Satan, Satan. Uh, everybody, um, everybody, get up. Pull, pull your pennies out of your pockets yeah, and for don't, donate. Right, right. Yeah, I, I just I was, I was just curious. It was a, it was a surprising moment in the set, and I also wondered because you're a lot of young people in front of you. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they would have known the song. Yeah, I was a little curious about that myself. They seemed yeah. to be into it. I was yep. into it, yeah. but I, it also just took me back to that moment in time where this band. Uh, who I liked a lot, but seemed to make a really concerted decision to make a right. somewhat contrived grunge album. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I, I think I said this to you yesterday. Like Kurt had just died. They wrote a so they let me in. I believe was about Kurt. Right. And uh, Thurston Moore sings on a song, mm-hmm. which like seemed like 
credibility chasing maybe at that point even right. i don't know like everything about it now bothers me and then yeah. you did a song from it so i'm i'm annoyed i'm annoyed with you guys <laughs> You're I, annoyed? Listen, <laughs> I, listen. Thick, I know it's a big it's kind of like it's a little bit of a guilty pleasure yeah like i yeah. listened to monster a bit during breakfast today and i'm like god it's horrible it's not very good but then the other thing and i, I don't know if we're just gonna go full rem here but we can we, we might should. i don't know what, what else there is to talk about i don't i don't but, care i don't so care about anything the, anymore. The, i know you don't and then uh <laughs> But the next it was the next record after Monster New Adventures in Hi-Fi, mm-hmm. which is a masterpiece. Amazing, and I don't feel yeah. like it got a lot of. Uh, I think it did. did I think it did. Okay, I, think I know it there were well. videos and stuff. Yeah, but what were the? Oh, so there was a uh, Ebo the Letter with Patty Smith. Ebo the Letter, the first the single, the first single was Ebo the Letter. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. yeah. But what and else that, was off? Th- um, Electrolyte was an amazing track off that. Not a single though. Not a single though. Amazing um, song. Yeah, what was the other single? Was there another single? Yeah, there was like that. One of the the only heavy songs on on it was the. Well, single. I don't mean to put us on this. But I can <sighs> obviously we have phones and computers. We could look this up in a second, but we don't really care that much about. Well, REM, we do are we? doing an REM podcast. Okay, nice. <laughs> right, this right. is a, this is the anti REM podcast satellite version of Are you talking REM? Remi- What's it called? REM. You got it. It's called Rem and REM. Did you have you listened? Do you love that podcast? I, I, I love that podcast. I like listening I to those songs, and I like hearing people talk about those songs. Right. Um, I don't really know that much about R.E.M., although I deeply love that band. I feel like Automatic for the People like changed my life. Yeah, it did for me, too. Yeah. It's actually the first compact disc that ever entered my house. Right. Mm. Like, when I... I well, the, you, this just tell you how terrible I am as a person. I uh, so what when was uh, when was that ninety four? No, when was our automatic ninety two? Ninety two. Yeah, it just came out. So and uh, what else had sort of just come out was CD technology, and my oh. parents refused. I mean, I think it had oh, been yeah. out five years or right. something, but but we were just starting to rebuy things. They're like the lasers in the yeah. house yeah. at the same time as the microwave is obviously horrible. So my parents wouldn't get us a CD player. And what I did was, either for Christmas or her birthday, I bought my sister a copy of Automatic for the People on CD. Oh, (laughs) nice move. And there was no way to play it. And so my parents were like, Very subtle. Very (laughs) subtle. So we have to buy a CD player now, I guess. So then they... They're like, now we we got to kill your sister. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have to live with the guilt. Isn't that a terrible... Isn't that a terrible association to have? That's this it says so much about me as a young. It was so ex- it was exciting to get a CD player at the time. Absolutely. It was crazy yeah. to, to yeah. just be able to skip through songs. That, I didn't know, have make, a make big playlist. I didn't yeah. have a big record collection, like a vinyl record collection. My dad had some. It was like the Hee Haw soundtrack and Dean Martin Christmas and whatever. And I would take out. I distinctly remember taking out like Graceland from the library on vinyl and bring it to my dad's gigantic. He had this huge black stereo thing that was from the seventies. But then, yeah, we were. Were you tape kids? I was the tape guy. Yeah, I only had tapes yeah. until the CDs, really. Yes. Yeah, yes. still tapes yeah, after tapes. the CDs, just because. Yeah, of me like too. Mix, yeah. making like it's you know now you could put, uh, you know, in utero on both sides of like a hundred and twenty minute long tape mm-hmm. and just always be listening to it. I loved making. Plus, they didn't have the skipping technology, so I feel like I would mostly I was listening to uh, songs while I was like walking to school or out and about, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. and the discmans were just they just the technology sucked. The anti skip oh, technology skip. sucked. Oh, yeah. oh right. Yeah. No, they were just jiggling right. around in your backpack, and where like a, a cassette would just never mess up. So I would dub because other people had more CDs than me. I would. I would dub them. I right. would, mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. take the, but I would, uh, I, I would start, I would make, were you mixtape people or did you, oh, yeah. oh, I yeah. would record yeah. whole albums on the side of a TDK 90 yeah. minute tape. Sure. Yeah. Should we start talking like to. old guys? <laughs> <laughs> I remember when I used to fart in a jar and it sounded like REM. Really? That is which album? Which uh, probably All albums? Monster for sure. <laughs> yeah. Put it on a tape. Tremolo farts. Uh, no, I just no. You know, it's funny you say that because for there was a. I think it's dying down again. Do you remember tapes came back like two, three sure. years oh, ago? Yeah, I yeah. think they're still. I actually I bought a Hot Snakes, the new Hot Snakes album. I just ordered everything from the Sub Pop store. Oh, yeah, yeah. everything they had. Tapes. Now they're doing tapes. I ordered so. a tape and I've not played it. I just ordered it to get it. I, see, I still love tapes because all my vehicles are really old. So. I have a mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. I have a CD player in my current. Oh, you vehicle. do? Yeah, yeah it's like a 2005 Matrix. 
dude, are you are you kidding me? But then That's you go in your friends' cars and it's just it's attached to their phone. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and they can just yeah. do whatever they want. And I, I'm not really jealous of that because it sounds kind of crappy, but yeah, I still like this. Anyway, my I just wondered about the tapes because I used to tape. Yeah, I, in u- tapes. I had an utero on one side, and I can't remember what was on the other side right now. But yeah, I would. Tape. I used to. I used to. Uh, make i used to probably monster i probably monster on the other side maybe anyway like the end of what was it the end of nevermind or maybe the end of in utero i remember putting tape over the little tabs and then and then uh and then taping over like a thank you to our band at the time (laughs) to like (laughs) to uh surprise all my bandmates that's pretty awesome i actually have a pretty good story about that i i took out the first i'm of the earth album dig on cassette <laughs> i was probably 12 or 13 or something like that and i just discovered how to put the scotch tape over the hole and i had a cassette of shaquille o'neal's album oh yes this is going and in an amazing <laughs> place so <laughs> i just randomly dubbed in bits of this the shaquille o'neal tape onto the i mother earth tape and then returned it wow to the library and in the weeks that followed i got so paranoid and was overcome with such a crazy guilt that i told my mom what i had done because i wow. figured they could easily track it back to the last course, card sure. and i was like mom i taped over i ruined this i mother earth tape so we went I to shaquille o'neal i shaquille o'neal i mother earth mom you, that's a we weird was like tape what does that mean she thought you were talking about over. masturbating Shaq it. Yeah, exactly. I shaquille o'neal i mother earth mom i feel super guilty and she's like oh no you didn't not in my house you didn't that could only be we are that. going straight to the hospital we're gonna get you sewn up, sewn up. Uh, i've got a friend who's gonna sew you up tonight uh, yeah, anyway, we bought, the, <laughs> we bought the dig cassette at HMV, went, got the tape back from the library, dubbed it, dubbed the tape Properly. back the way it was supposed to be, and then returned it. And now that's why I own a copy of I'm Rather a Dig on cassette. I never liked the record because it was kind of heavy and it was a little more medley. I was into their next record it was, as a youth. It was super oh, okay. heavy. I, never, I was never into that. Do you remember HMV had the thing where you could return anything? Yes. Yeah. Like anything, they, didn't, yeah. they didn't need a receipt. Yeah. You just bring all. I did it by the end. I was just like when I was in university. I needed money. Yeah, you could bring well. every CD you ever owned and just say, "I want to return these," and you didn't need a receipt. And That's they would just give you the burning days. Yeah, they would just give you two hundred dollars. Wow, it's a very strange policy. That was gone yeah. by the time I worked. Bring there, back HMV. I, I <laughs> got so many CDs. For some to reason, return. guys, it went out of business. No one knows <laughs> yeah. why. They were yeah. just handing out money for no reason. Anyway, this is an interesting dynamic that three of you have, I can tell. And mm-hmm. uh, so we should move on from our vague REM discussion. It was, it was, mm-hmm. it was, we, I mean, we all love REM, but like, who, yeah. who, you know. Am I place? oh, I should say that. Am I placing way too much importance on the fact that you did this song? I probably am. Like, it was just, it sounds like it was just a. No, I think we were pretty excited topic. to do it. Yeah. Yeah, is that well, the first time you've done it? Uh, no. Second, 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 second time. time. Yeah. We you played would, it to eight people. Yeah, we, eight in people in Laval. Yeah, yeah, are you yeah. going to keep doing it? They loved yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think so. Yeah. Well, I thought it was it was really fun. It was a fun way to, and unfortunately, you ran out of time for the festival set. But that was real. Yeah, you kind of did crap. It. You didn't do a very good job. I know. Yeah. God. I know. We really didn't. We really didn't. And unfortunately, that's the impression you left. And then you and I had a thing. I've introduced you at Hillside a couple times. Yeah, that's true. And it's always for some reason it becomes a little thing. I. It's. Uh, is that bad? Like I, I for some reason no, I. No, we should do a thing. Let's do a thing. I just feel like I. What did we do yesterday? Yesterday I had to upsell a hillside towel. Fucking towels. It's yeah. like it was like the worst uh, thing to ask someone to do is sell a towel. <laughs> I think it's uh, it's it's horrible. Somebody should be like at least slapped on the hand. Well, I think they got all this merch and they were like panicking probably the that desperate. they didn't sell it. So I was uh, I was asked to. Well, they made a towel. Uh, merch towel so yeah they made a merch towel and we're selling it I, by the way I think $35 was the discounted price yeah. my wife was like why would they if yeah. it was $10 and people are swimming I'm sure people are like I need a towel I forgot my towel oh, yeah, yeah. $35 well, for out. a towel I mean it was very colorful it was the color, the image of the poster yeah. 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 Was a lot of, there was a lot of color on it for commemorative sure. it had all the artists who played that year it's comprehensive yeah I yeah. feel like now I'm upselling it <laughs> now <laughs> I'm yeah. pointing out it's virtues yesterday you somehow, made a towel and put I paid $35 for this towel on it it would be a way cooler towel yeah yeah. I, I, I feel like uh, we didn't sell any towels 
And yeah. by at some point, it, just so people are clear, you I asked you your opinion of the towel, and you somehow suggested it would be a good way to kill yourself with the towel. Yeah, I mean, or, it was so you, hot yesterday that at anything anything more, just in general, even if it's like loose change, mm-hmm. I'm, I was not into. Right, so it became like a suicide towel. It's a suicide towel for sure. It was for a me. weird way to put it across. Yeah, but at, like I said, sometimes, sometimes, uh, sometimes, <laughs> suicide is this night just this only thing that you can do. Uh, the tape is backwards all of a sudden. <laughs> I uh, one of my favorite, and I still have it. One of my favorite merch items, Chad, is a Sled Island uh, tote bag. Mm. Oh yeah, that exactly. you designed exactly. And it's you, the best one. So you have an in, the inscription is something. Uh, could you recall what you wrote? Is it was it, just everything was falling apart at Sled Island. Everything is bad. Your dogs will die. It was like just the, right. no dogs allowed. Yeah. No you're gonna dogs. have the worst. You're gonna you're have gonna the, the worst, worst time. Yeah, it was an amazing, and that's that's the bag I got for being at Sled Island. <laughs> right, was you just your illustration of saying everything. So you, it's hard, isn't it? You want to be grateful and happy that these things exist, but you also want to. Like, I feel a little like I was the MC for Hillside, one of them. Yeah, I go up there. I'm supposed to upsell a towel, and I shit all over it. I didn't want to do it. I didn't decide I didn't I want to do it. I think you did a great job. No, I, I think more people are, job. more people are, yes, that's right. What was it? Don't, don't a, die dry. Don't die dry. Don't die dry. That's right. And I think, and in some <laughs> ways, the same way with your bag, like I don't, I have Pop Montreal bags. I couldn't remember what's on them. Triple D. You, Triple D, what's the? Don't t- die dry. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. So good. But you made a bag, a tote bag for Sled Island that I will never forget. I obviously kind of forgot what it said, but I will never, that sticks people, out in my memory. I feel like people will remember the towel now mm-hmm. because they might the be suicide towel. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to get pretty dark if people do that. Please don't do that. <laughs> do it with a different towel. And then the other thing you said, which I think will stick with people, is you, you mentioned that the, there's a lake. Uh, Guelph Lake. There's a Guelph Lake, <laughs> which I felt really bad about afterwards. I didn't. I'm going to apologize for that. I was poo-pooing the lake, literally. Literally. And I just, <laughs> I don't ever want to, I don't want to be that guy. People no. had a lot of fun in that lake. But I, I was too, you know, I just didn't have the gumption to, to throw myself into the morass. But uh, apparently when you get past the the diarrhea and the band-aids it's super clean and clear it looked great it looked beautiful you see this is the mixed messaging that <laughs> people I'm people about. were having <laughs> people were having a fantastic time no everyone you laughed everyone it was like a natural sunblock they were probably yeah. doing better than me at the end of the day so so chad is up on stage uh, uh with you guys and at some point he'll start talking like this what are you thinking when this is going on, because well, there's infamous examples of this. Were you? No, you weren't involved in this show. Remember Massey Hall? Oh man, With the Constantine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. I that don't was... know what was going on. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. But everyone was just. I I, I <laughs> wish I could characterize what I can't even remember my what poor, it was. My poor friend Julie Fader. Oh, Julie was dear, on stage with a you. dear yeah. friend of mine right. who constantly puts up with it, <laughs> with a smile on her face. I, yeah, I owe her many apologies. Do you have any recollection of the things you said? Just so people can. I have no idea. But I I remember watching the Constantines from side stage and f- uh, laying down on their uh, merch container or their their instrument containers, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then them all falling down next to like the 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 sound person, and the sound person just looking at me like. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, you'd already played and said some really interesting... I'm sorry, this is not good for people who weren't there, but it was no. pretty... It was really quite... It's. I've seen you do stuff like this before. It was eclectic. It was extreme. <laughs> There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to teach your kids financial literacy but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs. 
and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. It was just extreme. <laughs> and I feel like there was like, yeah, and and it was about sex, I think, and Julie was there. Yeah. It, oh, it, no. God. <laughs> no, no, it was just like it became like a sexualized thing, I think, and everyone was... Oh. Don't play really? grossed up by my, me saying I'm sexualized. Just, are you sexualizing this? <laughs> no, I'm not. I just remember you crossed your legs, which is fascinating. I, I you're protecting yourself. I, I, like, the saying, I like the pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Here Chad go. goes on these these spiels. What's going on? Like, what, what, you know him. Like, what do you like, Ryan? What are you thinking when he starts to go into one of these? Oh, well, of some of them are are sort of like van van humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, got into like sort of beginning to mold and uh, bear fruit mm-hmm. and, oh um, like it's almost prepared well I wouldn't well I feel well, like the, the ideas I, it used to be million dollar ideas and yeah, I'll tell yeah, you well. about a million dollar idea and please feel free to use this and I I was talking to my friend Becky about this I am mortified by the by the mothers of the world who haven't thought of this this is horrifying you take a banana and you just squish it up inside of its own peel without opening it until it is entirely mush. <laughs> and then when it's time to feed your baby, you pop the top and you just squirt it in their mouths, God damn it! Don't buy, like, pureed banana. Just use nature's... Tools. The, the, yeah, the and then it's biodegradable. Like I, I can't believe if I'm, and apparently this has been done before. Then great, but the fact that I'm not seeing it all the time, shame on you. But can as dads we could do that too. As dads we could do that, but <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm just now I'm now well. I, I did it now, again. Now you made it burn me alive. No, no, no. I mean alive. any parent could potentially any, any parent mush with, up a with half of brain. Could mush up a banana, and then it's there. It's ready to use. Huh. It seals itself. You, you end up oh, feeding yeah. the and child. Multiple, multiple punctures. You could feed three. Oh yeah, babies we were talking once. about. Right. Ryan was saying multiple punctures. If you got three kids, just puncture it three times and do a three-way banana feed. So kind of like giving the banana teats. Yeah, yeah. like a teated yeah. banana. So if you have like triplets or uh, twins, you just stick the teats. Yeah, the banana. Or teats just give them the banana. Just give them a but banana. The thing, one thing I will say, yeah, that's true. I guess babies, it would work for babies, but the texture of a crushed up banana is actually, I guess that's what they eat anyway. They, yeah, you're yeah. mushing up, yeah. see, people are mushing them up with forks. Yes, that's true. Okay, that's, where, how did we get from banter to banana? Oh yeah, so this million is this is the idea. thing. Like I oh, like yeah, to, if I have a lot of million dollar ideas, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. And I just feel like I should share them with people for free. Right. Because if they, if some, if if you wanna become a millionaire, uh, entrepreneur, 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 come to my show. But no, you, but you are <laughs> shortchanging yourself. You're giving right. away the ideas. Oh, that's the best. That's the best. I love that. <laughs> I love the idea. It's your gift. Do you want to hear another million dollar idea? Sure. Everybody's traveling. This is my. This is this is my main game right here. Okay. The Canadian cot. The Canadian travel to cot. Okay. And it's everyone has these giant road cases now, these Pelican road cases. You you saw my Pelican I think road it, case. Yeah, it's I did. huge. That's guitar right. case. You mean musicians. Primarily. Musicians. Yeah, yeah, musicians. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's hard to, it's expensive and it's hard to stay in hotels. Just put like two post holders on the end of those Pelican cases with, like turn it into a cot somehow. Oh, that the you actual can sleep case on. would become a yeah, cot. Yeah, oh. so you're just, so now like, you can sleep yeah. like eight people in a hotel room. Hotels you, are going to hate us. You make doohickeys all the time. Yeah. You invent things. I remember even that Massey Hall show, you seem to have invented your own, what would you have, a, a stick at the end of your guitar? Oh, it was horrible. And you this were hitting a cymbal. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah, just, no, it wasn't an invention. Well, it was kind of. I had never no, seen was, that before. Yeah, it was, that was not an invention. That you was were a hitting stick. a symbol. It was a stick duct taped to the yeah. end of a, a acoustic that's guitar. A, that's <laughs> right. a rudimentary invention. Right, but you it's in, called a it's called a stick guitar. So you have it's called a 
What did, what did, what did I call it? It's called the Chapman stick. It's I called the Chapman stick. So you... I played a Chapman stick. I had that guy on the show, the Tony Levin. I had him on Tony the show. Oh, wow. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had him because somehow I had to do a, a, a King Crimson interview. I would, I would love a Chapman stick. Well, he had some interesting mm. stories because he, he played on the Double Fantasy by John Lennon. Crazy. Oh, wow. So he was on his, like, he told oh, me about wow. this. I didn't want it. I didn't wow. know what to get into with him exactly, oh but my I, God. I'm a John Lennon fan, and I found that fascinating. He had some he had some interesting, well, I mean, he was pretty, like, you know, it was a job, but yeah. he had some interesting stories. Anyway, oh, my man. my point is, I don't know what my point is. This cot, have you tried to build the cot? I haven't. I've just, I've tried sleeping on it, and it's not long enough. Mm, yeah, so it would probably just work just as is for normal sized people. Right. That's okay. probably I'm probably overthinking it just for like the 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 large people of the world. And so, Chris, when he comes up with these ideas or goes on these spiels, do you have contributions to make uh, before or after? Oh, we riff on them. Yeah, we'll try to add to them and try to make them uh, even uh, like a two million dollar idea if possible by the time we're out of the van. Okay. Yeah, I think it's it's it becomes a group effort. And yeah. then they they really take off on stage though. That's when they that's when they fly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, people like to hear that stuff. Too. No, you're like, very. It's like I, I like to talk to people and just make it normal because it's so weird. You're a. I I do think you're very. Um, I I don't want to uh, overflatter you, but you're very funny, and I enjoy all of that stuff. I enjoy the experience of seeing it. The last time I feel like the last time you're on the show was the time when you told the the stupid human trick story. Oh yes, on Letterman. Yes, you were it was. you were yeah. on Letterman in like the year two thousand or something. Right. And uh, that was an amazing story that I didn't, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, now. I'm sad that it got on the internet. But I kind of wish it was just a little secret. Right, right. Someone discovered that you, before you were like mm-hmm. musician Chad Van Galen, yeah. were, were actually uh, on, the, on the show as a, a stupid human trickster. I was a contestant. stupid human trickster. Now, here's the thing that I've, I've said this to you, I think after that Constantine show in Massey Hall. So I'm watching the week of Letterman's final shows. I wrote up Chad's stupid human trick story, which is very intricate, very bizarre. It's very Chad. I wrote it up for the AV Club, prominent American great site outlet. Lots of comedy people read it. And in the in the story Chad told, which you, the the uh, trick you did was a, a friend of yours climbed. In like between human, your human legs, jungle gym. Kind That's of right. Stuff. I think it's a, it's a German soccer technique. That's what yeah. you said. It's not. No, 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 no. Oh, you, okay. you said, we, we were talking about you. You're from Calgary, and you said, I think it's a German soccer technique. Right. So Letterman, on his penultimate monologue, he's introducing some stupid bit, and he said, it's a video bit. And he says, oh, we're going to show you. So my thing had come out that day, the AV Club thing. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to show you a thing that you'll, you'll never see anywhere. It's a video thing. You'll never see it anywhere. You won't see it in Calgary. You won't see it in Germany. <laughs> now, I'm watching this happen. And I'm like, why would he pick those two places? I have a feeling someone or he read my thing about you. Oh, wow. And decided, because Paul and the Schaefer in the background is like, ah, ha, ha, Calgary. Like, because he's from Canada. crazy. (laughs) I feel to this day, there's no way that could be a random combination of cities. Uh, People have told me, or places, sorry. People have told me I'm nuts for thinking this. I don't think you Why would David Letterman say... You won't see this in Calgary. You won't see this in Germany. The day our thing came out. I just think that's weird. He's, he, uh, yeah. Yeah. that's the reason. He loves the hosers, man. Yeah. That's why. Well, you had a good rapport with him. He thought you in particular were quite amusing. Let him he, Well, he, he thought, I think he thought that we were pretty funny. We were pretty excited. We were pretty excited. And were, you, were you on the drugs? We were not. Okay. No, 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 no. We couldn't afford the drugs. Okay. okay. You know, no, we were like stealing all the burritos That's from right. backstage That's and right. feeling <laughs> like kings kind of thing. We were just like, if we can get enough cardboard to have a little nice sleep nest on yeah. wherever, we'll be good. Yeah, I do. I, great. I would urge people, I don't remember what number it is, but I'd urge people to find the last time, that episode, because it's, it's worth hearing the whole thing, I think, the whole story, because you tell it really well. But my point, I guess, is there's comedy in your show. There and, is, yeah. And it's not always always in your music, I don't think, right? No, yeah, it's a weird thing. I feel... Your music's pretty heartfelt and, and serious in its own way. Yeah, but, for sure. But then you are very funny, and, and it comes out... So wh- how does comedy impact you as a musician, or you guys? It's like, do you listen to comedy on when you're driving, or do you just talk amongst yourselves? 
We don't listen to a lot of comedy no. when we're driving, no, but we make jokes. We make, yeah. we make we jokes, jokes and just riff, and I, I don't know. It's just fun. We we're all yeah. obsessed with words and permutations of words and disgusting combinations of things, and mm-hmm. just trying to make each other laugh, basically. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, comedy. I think we all dig comedy, watching specials and yeah, yeah, checking yeah. out that kind of stuff. For Do the you, first year we played together, we a lot of the banter would turn into spontaneous songs. That's right, actually. Like, that oh, yeah. There were a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah. songs. How long have you three been playing together with Chad? Or, sorry, two, the, three, years? three years-ish. Yeah, but we've all but known then, each other for quite a while. Because you've had different yeah. bands, different people playing with you, right? Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. so how did this, why did this come together? This just kind of happened pretty spontaneously, I would say. Like, yeah, well, your old lineup was at kind of like a crossroads. Monty was getting super busy. Yeah, preoccupations. Yeah. Although Monty has come back, like he was on the first half of this tour with us. Oh, okay. I think Monty's like all, will always be like a, whenever he's around. We love man. Around. We love Monty. Mm-hmm. Monty's yeah. the best. Let's, yeah, he's let's a, talk about Monty. Cool he's yeah. just, he's, he's just, just a he's just a pillar of light. That oh man. yeah, he's just positivity. A great, yeah, he's just a great dude. I like those preoccupations, guys. But what yeah. do you guys make of what happened there with the whole name? Oh God, it was horrible. Uh, it was horrifying. It was, it was way it too was close so to home. Always bad. It was but bad. I, was I mean, it's a it's a it's a horrible decision. Wait, which aspect? Just the name. Just so the their name. band was called Via Kong, and there was a and particularly in Ontario and Toronto, like I would hear mm-hmm. about it a lot. People were really upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And then they said they were going to change the name, but it took a long time for took them a to. Long time. Took a long yeah. time. So when you say the dis- what decision? I don't. By the way, if you're the, uncomfortable talking about it on oh, behalf yeah. of anyone, just back off. I'm not. Oh, I didn't. No, no I mean, I I felt really bad about it just because those guys are lovely. Like they're That's the just best. Like they're, I that they're really funny and it, they're yeah like. I, I just that it's just really unfortunate that um, it just took so long they uh, obviously the, I don't think they were trying to be insensitive about mm-hmm. it it was just more yeah it's yeah it's just bad to be lackadaisical with that type mm-hmm. of thing like did, yeah. you, did you guys talk you know you know them did you talk yeah. to them about any oh, of I was sending them like a thousand <laughs> band names a day uh. not not <laughs> literally but yeah and then I will say, from an external perspective, I wondered if the new name was a jibe at preoccupations. No, like, they just picked it off. They just picked. Was it? Yeah, they just picked it off one of my. Did lists. you pick it? Yeah. Oh, you named it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fancy. It had nothing to do with what was going on. It had nothing to do with what was going on. It was like a list. It could have been pretty like, easy to read into it if you want to, though. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, it was initially what I thought. I'm like, yeah, oh my a god. Lot of people did. And I think yeah. it, like it, it's really yeah. kind of sullied them on some level in Canada in I don't Canada know about for yeah. sure yeah, yeah. They, and I think that's yeah it that's sucks probably it doesn't mm-hmm. yeah because they're, they're so good they're so yeah. good and it's it's, it's and but you know what it's also just like they'll just continue to be that good they'll yeah. just continue to be like undeniably good and I think that yeah I, I don't know I mean there's so much humans just get so mad <laughs> you know well, they, it's like it's like one of those qualities that's like people are so mad and then you hear them play, and you're like, "Oh yeah, it's a really good band." Well, this is this brings me vaguely. Like, don't back. then don't listen to Joy Division, you know. Then yeah, don't listen to. I mean, and I know that like that's like a whole can yeah, of worms yeah. that that I'm really, I I try and stay away from stuff like that. But um, yeah, it's an unfortunate place to be as a group of four white guys. Absolutely, and and I, it does vaguely kind of connect with what I was saying um, about you and comedy and your banter because uh, the music, in Preoccupation's case, the music is sort of a, a separate from all of this noise. Mm-hmm. And Matt's name. like one of the funniest people that I know. Right, so you Absolutely. got, and you do a thing where you've got these, you know, accessible, relatively accessible weird songs. Mm-hmm. And then in between, you'll just say something that is potentially <laughs> alienating <laughs> to someone. You know, you're making your jokes about diarrhea and band-aids in the lake. There's like a row of three little boys with like headphone, like headphone ear protection right. in front of you. So they're just looking up at this giant freaked man from Calgary talking about how the lake they were just <laughs> probably swimming in is filled like, with yes. diarrhea. They probably like it, actually. Yes. You're probably right. I, yeah, I just yeah. wonder what they're... So I, I guess this comedy... It's childish humor. No, it's very funny. Like, I I can't... I would I would go see you guys every night if I could because okay. I just I don't know what you're going to say and I think it's very amusing. But 
I guess I'm just curious about that dynamic for you. Like, is there yeah. a reason you're like, oh, great, the song's done. I can't wait to say a bunch of weird stuff. Well, it's also, uh, I think it just brings everything down to earth. You know, like, I don't want to pretend like it's some sort of, you know, standard that I'm trying to set as like a, you know, I, 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 I would rather expose myself as like a flawed individual that has ridiculous thoughts than try and keep, try and hold up this uh, impermeable membrane of whatever type of music we're playing. Yeah, you know, I mean, like you're not particularly presenting like a, a finite finished slick set it's yeah. like the songs start differently every night kind of and we you know sometimes they're a little faster or slower and they're loose and there's improvised sections in a lot of songs and and the the crazy banter is is more just like you know some people wouldn't want to say those things because they're trying to keep have the sh- give the the show a certain air or a certain quality of you know whether it yeah. be serious like poke a couple whatever. holes in it yeah, Tra- the train wreck. <clears throat> it's like just I like a living thing that's different all the time. It's not really like it's it's not a it's not a finished product that we're presenting necessarily. It's well, is it because you? I, I think what you're maybe what I'm gathering from this is you think on some level the spectacle of being in a rock band on a stage above people. Oh, it's ridiculous. Is absurd. It's totally absurd. Of course, it's absurd. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you are you elevated. Can, it would be so. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable. Like just. It's not position. a natural thing to do. No, and perform. just even rock now is uh, like a spectacle, you know. <laughs> Maybe that's why we picked that song. Yeah, you know. But well, well. we also just have a wide breadth of musical interests and sort of different things that we do and are expecting each other to do within the course of a set. It's not like we're just playing rock music necessarily. It's like there's other elements, and we all do other things. That's how we know each other from other kinds of music. So the idea of it just being like a rock show for us doesn't really fly. It's not, it's it's, a, it's just like a, a, a music-centered moment. I've had these impulses too as a, as a musician, as an MC, as whatever I have to do when I have to go up and talk in front of people. Like there's a sense that I want to um, make it seem less serious as a calming thing for myself. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Like as soon as something goes a little sideways, I kind of relax. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And right. I hope that people are like, oh, this is a human experience. Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And you can relate and to it maybe a bit more too. The, the, I, I, I would rather feel closer to a performer rather than and make them feel like they're a different type of entity. Like I would rather be like, oh, that's what my life is like or what I do or how I deal with things. It's, it's yeah, more yeah. fun to feel close to the people rather than sort of odd or you know um, diarrhea is a very universalizing <sighs> tell me topic. about it i've it never is. i've never had it what's it like it's it's uh, it's, it's fantastic actually it's great it's great oh okay I'll, is it if you have it keep it okay if i'll try and get it i guess i'll try and get you it you could try, and get, try it. and get it you could yeah, try and get eat it eat fast food right before going to sleep Oh, okay. <laughs> is, that, is that how it works? Okay. I, yeah. We'll write you a little handbook. Okay. We'll write you a guidebook. Okay. That's yeah. good to know. Okay. Well, I I just, I appreciate you being in the town that I live in and coming here so much and yeah, all those pleasure. things. And I know yeah. we didn't really talk about, I think in a way, this it's the fun. way we conducted this, because most of my episodes are very like, hey, you sang this lyric and mm-hmm. what does that mean? Yeah. And hey, what's going on with you? And it's been very heavy lately. Right. I'm going through heavy stuff and everyone's going through heavy right, stuff. Yeah, so it's yeah. just kind of become, this was nothing, but right. also felt like something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I hope you had a good time on the show. Oh Absolutely. man, yeah. it's an honor. It's yeah. an honor to do it, man. Thanks so, so much. So the last record is Light Information. I just want to yeah, do a little yeah. business stuff. Okay. For sure. Just because I Light Information <laughs> uh, is... Is is the is the album of the year <laughs> on everybody's uh, blogs? I feel badly that for some reason you were like a Polaris. Remember the remember the Polaris Music Prize? Yeah, remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. a prize in Canada. It's very prestigious, and I have people who are nominated for it on the show all the time. And you were nominated every year. It's every time you put a record out, and then it stopped. Is it, Did, was that, this one nominated? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't. I I I sure. mean, I hope I hope so. I think it won the Polaris. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, it good. won the Polaris. <laughs> I got uh, it so won much the money. 2003 Polaris Prize. I, I did, donated all the money to my children. That's great. Well, yeah. I uh, just hope that you don't feel neglected in our country. I guess no, just, uh, like I just uh, absolutely not. I mean, I think it's stuff like that is always 
amazing to be yeah, you know, nominated, I, but there's that's like... All the, that's all the stuff you're supposed yeah. to say, Chad. I just want there's you to so be honest about it. Like, it seems weird to me. Like, your records are the best. And Thanks. I said this after the Jeez. show yesterday. I think, you know, the whole discography is is uh is remarkable and you're yeah? like a singular dude yeah okay. i don't i can't think of too many people who are just consistently consistently making different records if that makes any sense and right. they're all f- really good like thanks man so that's yeah. a high level and and i i just you know part of my thing on this show i tend to be like why are more people paying attention to the, you well there's bands like you're wearing a mets shirt I am right now. there's bands shirt, like yeah. mets out there that's why there's bands like i don't know jen castle for yes, instance, yes. like who, she, she, why isn't she winning the player? She's a, That's she, what I, she was just on the show. She's nominated. She's not. Well, oh, as, we're, as we're speaking, <laughs> as we're speaking, <laughs> she's on the, as we're speaking, she's on the long list, not the, I don't know. Mm, all right. Oh, right. she'll, yeah. she, you know what? Jen Castle's going to win it. I just hope Just so. for everybody's information. If you want to place, 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 hedge your, your bets. bets, place your bets, hedge your bets. No, 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 hedge your bets. Don't place, hedge, don't hedge them. Your don't trim your hedges yet. Yeah. For Jen. What? For Jen. That's what a, castle? She, she runs for mayor. That should be the sign. Don't yeah. trim your hedges for Jen yet. What? <laughs> that's snappy. I don't know what that, that that's means. That's amazing. That's not bad. That's a, that's a, I'm on a mod or slogan roll. I just I'm coming up. Oh, with you're coming up with yeah. slogans yeah. like slogans. crazy. These Million dollar slogans. Yeah. yeah, that should be my business. Anyway, so the last record is Light Information. So that came out 2017. Are you on to new stuff? Yeah, yeah. Always on to new stuff. Just when it's gonna come out, I have no idea. Like, is a record done? Yeah, sure. What does that mean? Yeah, sure. There's, a, I mean, I always have a, a bunch of songs that nobody cares about until they become a record. Well, you have like a, a, the alter ego of Black Mold. Yeah, Black Mold is like Black Mold was only supposed to really be one record, but it came out, and so yeah, Black Mold. But there's been like so many. There's been lots of other records yeah, that have yeah, come yeah. out since Light Information that nobody really cares about. Chad Records. Yep. Oh, maybe I missed some. I the cassettes. Yeah. There's a lot of other albums. There's like 20 <laughs> other records oh, that God, have come I'm, out I'm since the. Yeah. It's everybody. Here I am. Like, yeah. why is why is the Canadian media neglecting you? And I'm praising <laughs> okay. your every I'll record. Send, I'll send and you. And I haven't heard the 20 tapes you released. <laughs> I'll I'll send you them. Yeah. You, you say you'll send, you never respond to my emails. You I never don't. I am. I I hate the internet. You don't even have a, a phone. I think that's a lot to do with it. Is just that I'm like my my internet presence is at an all-time low right so right, right. it's uh it's either do all that stuff where you can get another record out and go through that or spend time riding my bike uh, with my family or doing you know even in this day and age i get a kind of a i have a magazine editorial viewpoint on magazine editorial viewpoints are like no no when is the proper album yeah that's what we'll cover, like the yeah. sub-pop Flemish Eye record. Totally. Not all your yeah. rinky-dink It's tapes. a rinky-dink. <laughs> it's a rinky-dink operation. You but know, I, don't, like, I don't subscribe to that. I just, in the moment, I'm like, your last record came out on a proper way. It came out in a proper way, completely. But then you've subsequently just, whatever. Yeah, I'm not shrink-wrapping I'm not shrink wrapping uh, my my <laughs> stuff, my proper stuff. The key distinction. Did you yeah. see that Faust set where they were ranting about plastic and they shouldn't have plastic on? We shouldn't use plastic at all anymore. Yeah, it was it was intense. It was intense. I, like kudos kudos to those guys. Yeah. It's it's happening. I think it's finally happening. Plastics are getting banned. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I hope it's Straws not too and late. Bags and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's no. A it real is thing. it is too late. It's too yeah yeah. It is too. You think it's too late? I ordered an electric car. Yeah, uh, the Ontario government that just came in is like canceling all these like rebates that people get for like buying right. being environmentally really? friendly and like there was like a fourteen fifteen thousand dollar rebate. So it's wow. like a what? whatever. It's like a forty eight thousand dollar car, but if you if you bought it, you, they, the government would give oh. you fifteen wow. grand back towards it. So you're driving. I never thought I'd ever order a new car because I think yeah. that's stupid. I like used cars because like they they they're not worth much no. as soon as you put the turn yeah. it on from yeah. the dealership so I was like no but then electric no gas no yeah, oil yeah, yeah, no maintenance yeah. really like they don't do it they don't like unless a battery catches fire which I think yeah. that some of the Teslas they do that but I ordered like a an American electric car and I'm thinking in my head this will make a difference because when people say you know the earth and the gas I'm like yeah just stop what if we just stop buying gas mm-hmm. they couldn't ramp mm-hmm. it all up so I I, I think in my head that'll make a difference but if you talk to scientists they'll say it's we're done like yeah arctic and like there's stuff going on with the cold the air and the hot air is not supposed to be in Mm. in communication with each other and it's happening all the time and the ice caps are we're done we're just 
done. That's yeah. a horrible way to end this. Because <laughs> yeah. I try to be hopeful, but I, I believe, like, it's not, I don't know. It's not like I mean, we're, they, they yeah, don't scare we're, people. But it's okay. I mean, being. We had yeah, a good like, run. Yeah, we, yeah, I mean, we had a great run. By the it's, way, those bananas you were talking about, they're, they're, we're running out of bananas. Are we really running they're out of bananas? They're saying bananas are not going to be around much longer. Really? I don't know what that means because the grand scheme of much longer when scientists, they're like, well, you know, 3,000 years from now, there won't be bananas. I'm like, that does not really impact me. I know that yeah, sounds selfish, big. but like, because I, I like, I went to the store about all the bananas, you know. <laughs> you came home and you're <laughs> and, like. And I'm like, oh, they're not going to have these anymore. <laughs> we got to get a deep freeze. <laughs> and I was just, bananas. but I was just smashing them all, you know, right. for my kids. Yeah, and yeah. then I don't think they're going anywhere. But yeah. Buy electric cars. Right. Don't buy electric cars. I don't know what to do. I'm just, this is my way I thought of making some small. Difference. Yeah, I don't know. I think the solution may just be bringing in better education into like the schools. You and I have children. That was a mistake. Yeah. If we really wanted yeah. to. <laughs> we made, that's, we that, made that, more people. Oh, yeah. It, made, it, it weighs pretty heavy on my mind. I, I mean, I just had to. You don't I, yell like, you shouldn't be here to your kids or anything. Oh, oh yeah, I do. Oh, I oh, fully, <laughs> I fully have scarred them that way. Yeah, because we talk, we get, we get pretty heavy mm. about it, and yeah, I, I, I do let them know about yeah, that. I do let them know. They shouldn't have been here. They should, they shouldn't have been here. You guys, I, I, I shouldn't have been here. Have I shouldn't have been here. No, 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 good no, work, guys. Here, That's yeah. better than the electric car I bought. And it I don't, is, I don't yeah, drive yeah. at all. So, oh, there you go. There I you have go. to drive. But <laughs> we drive you around, though. Yeah, yeah you drive, drive on sure. These guys yeah. are very. Uh, yeah. Chris, are very Chris helpful. bikes beside us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just hold the handlebar through the That's window, right. and right. like you get through the high, the highways. A lot of bugs. It's a, you know. This was a weird way to end, but so be it. It's a. Uh, yeah. <laughs> is there a song from either uh, Light Information or one of the things oh. you just described that I can play for people right now? Anything you want? Anything I want off one of my records? Well, ideally, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the a only, horrible question. If you actually agree to this, then I have your permission and I can't oh. get in trouble. But if you just okay. randomly pick a. I don't know, whoever you would pick, it would be bad. It would be bad, okay. Um off of the light information i like that uh 770 uh it's called prep piano plus 770 yeah i like that song that one okay that's my favorite song okay why don't we go with that and uh and we'll leave it at that so uh ryan chris chad thank you so much for being on my show thanks for having us thank you best of luck in the future and we'll talk thanks buddy yeah we'll see you soon yeah
Special thanks again to Chris and Chad and Ryan for being on this, the 410th episode of Creative Control, which is part of the Entertainment One podcast network and is available on all iOS and Android platforms and also on Spotify, YouTube, Audioboom, and probably other things that I don't even know about. If you can't find the particular episode that you're looking for on any of the aforementioned platforms, or if you wish to learn more about me and sign up for my regularly scheduled newsletter, everything you need is at my website, vishkana.com. Vishkana.com for all your vishkana.com needs. You can also like Creative Control on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at vishcreative, follow me at vishkana. You can listen to a radio show version of Creative Control on Wednesdays at noon, Eastern Standard Time, around the world at cfru.ca or on an actual radio at 93.3 FM if you're in or near Guelph. Also, please consider visiting patreon.com slash creative control to make a flexible monthly donation to keep this podcast alive. We don't have many patrons. We don't have a lot of money coming in. We could always use more. Imagine if this was all I did. Man, how much money would that take? Probably more than we're getting, which is only a couple hundred dollars a month as I speak to you at this moment. But still, every one of those pledges is appreciated and every one of your future pledges is appreciated. Again, patreon.com slash creative control. Thanks again to the in-kind sponsors who make this show work uh, on some level. Pizza Trocadero, The Bookshelf, Planet Bean Coffee, Granddad's Donuts, Planet of Sound. Much appreciated. I'd like to thank my friend Jim Guthrie for letting me use his uh, his song, The Rest Is Yet To Come, to end the show each week. JimGuthrie.org for more information about him. And finally, as I've thanked you already, I will thank you one last time. Thank you for listening to this show, reviewing it positively, rating it, whatever, downloading episodes, su- subscribing to the show would be helpful. Just subscribe to the thing. It'll just show up in your podcast platform. That would be good. And, you know, just spread the word about it. Please tell people, if you like the show, tell them that they should listen to this. People are always like, hey, what what podcast? I see it on my Facebook feed all the time. Like, what podcast should I listen to? And every time I just glance over, I, no one's no one's mentioning the show. All you got to do is just tell people about the show. If you like the show, it's not a bad show. So that's all I have to say. I will talk to you very soon. Goodbye for now. you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.